My doctor said what is a program for health information. Be careful that if you want treatment and diagnosis of disease, you need to go to your local health care provider. Hi, this is Dr. Frank with My Doctor Said What? And today we're going to talk about some interesting stuff as usual. First of all, my quick tip for the day. Quick tip is again, I'm a, you're going to get tired of hearing, keep your sunscreen on. And use insect repellent if you're out in the woods, where you have ticks or chiggers or any of those biting insects, mosquitoes. And if uh, all else fails and you get those bites, something like a, a topical Benadryl or calamine lotion will help relieve that suffering as well as some cold applied to those areas. So stay hydrated, stay out of the sun, use your sunscreen, wear a hat, all those good things. So two topics today we're going to talk about. One is cosmetic procedures. Cosmetic procedures. Now you have cosmetic surgery, of which the most popular are breast augmentation, breast reduction, uh, breast remodeling, a lot of breast. Uh, then you've got uh, you've got uh, not rhinoplasty, nose jobs. You've got cheek and chin implants. You've got um, things then we go into uh, procedures like butt injections which are different collagen or materials for pumping up your butt or your lips interesting isn't it the two are connected seams then you've got things like uh, botox which is injections into your forehead and around your eyes and all that we have eyelid surgery and then we also have things like uh, uh, um, believe it or not ear jobs uh, audiology. So you've got all these things that people are having done that are not reconstructive necessarily. Now, uh, rhinoplasty, the nose jobs, it's kind of, it can be either. Uh, and there's some great benefits to that. And if you have scarring or uh, deformities or birth issues uh, that you want repaired for appearance that are really unsightly or cause you a lot of anxiety, then you need to talk to your healthcare provider and those are usually really beneficial. And, you know, you can say what you want, but things like breast augmentation or breast reduction, uh, that's a natural phenomenon. Whatever you have, you have. So you have to determine uh, what you're going to do and do it for you, not for someone else. And if you do that, that's perfectly fine. And same way with rhinoplasty, you may have not only breathing difficulties, but you may just have problems with appearance that you really believe need to be addressed. And there, only you can make that decision, but do it for you. Don't do it for anyone else. Again, uh, uh, some of these procedures, though, whatever you do, if you have someone inject you with Botox or put anything in your bottom of your lips, Make sure it's a qualified healthcare professional. And if you have anything that is surgically done, any surgical procedure that's cosmetic, you need to make sure it's a board certified cosmetic or reconstructive surgeon. Don't, I don't care if it says MDDO or whatever, if they're trying to do cosmetic surgery on you and they've had a one week course in breast augmentation, you're going to be very unhappy. Don't use a coupon, save up your money, do whatever you got to do. Most of these procedures are not covered. 
And if you decide to do it, do it right. So you don't have complications that you're really going to be unhappy with. You don't believe me, watch one of my favorite shows, Botched. And I'll tell you, you will really consider it. And you need to really consider any surgery. Any surgery has risk. And those risks can have rewards. Better health, better mental health, better self-image, all those things. Let me say something about body image. Uh, Body image is, regardless of your height, your stature, your width, your depth, your weight, uh, you have to be happy with it. And if you're not happy with it, do something about it. And the best thing to do something with it, you can't do much about your height, but you can do something about your weight or your size, whether you need to gain weight, lose weight, firm up, whatever you do, reshape yourself, you can do a lot. You know, get out there and do some squats or lift your butt. You don't need to have stuff injected to it. If you don't have much of a booty, just a crack of the back, just go out there and do some exercises to build your glutes. It's like any other muscle, you can build it. If you just sit on it all the time, it's going to be flat and flabby. Uh, I know. So I can tell you right now, you want to do the easy ways, the things that don't require uh, surgery or risk if they're not that difficult to do. I had somebody the other day talk to me about uh, some gastric bypass surgery, which only was about 50 pounds overweight. Now, no sane surgeon is going to give them any kind of gastric bypass. What they need to do is get on a diet and get some exercise going. And a lot of people will tell you, and, and again, body image, I don't care what you weigh or don't weigh, but you have to be careful. If you're severely underweight, anorexic, or if you're really overweight, then there's going to be health complications. Regardless of how you look and how you feel about it, it's going to really affect your quality of life. And you're looking for quality of life first, longevity of life second, and third of how you look. And, you know, looks are all, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, Shakespeare said. And that's true. So don't get too hung up on what society tells you you need to look like. Be healthy. And uh, with that will come an inner glow and a confidence that will make you a beautiful person to you and others. And to those that don't think you're attractive, well, tough. That's hard on them. Who cares? You got to just get that attitude. We are so worried these days about those things. We get a lot of angst, a lot of anxiety, a lot of mental health, emotional health, behavioral health issues from having poor self-esteem. Another thing, hey, be somebody's biggest fan, whether it's your kids or your spouse or your friends. You need to encourage them in anything they do. We recently had a weight loss challenge at uh, a place that I'm associated with. And, you know, I tried to encourage people to say, you looking good. You're really, and they were doing a great job, and it was really difficult. I can tell you this. If you look at uh, Watch Schindler's List, so the film, or look at old uh, films from World War II or something, there are no heavy people. You know why there's no heavy people? It's because they had a lot of exercise and they didn't have a lot of calories. And that, I know there's a lot of issues. We talk about the endocrine system and hormones and all these different things. And with menopause, ladies, I will say there's a redistribution. Just like menopause, there's a redistribution. And you really have to fight that. And you can only fight it so long. When you're 90, you're not going to look like you did when you were 40. But you need to really take a hard look at that and uh, do what's necessary to get the kind of results you want. 
and it will work for everyone if you reduce your calories and increase your exercise. I know that's old school, but it's absolutely true. We've morphed into a culture that doesn't believe that anymore. They want an easy way out, but there are no easy ways. Change your relationship with food and, and uh, change your relationship with exercise. Start loving exercise like you love food and hate food to some extent, bad food, junk food, sugary food, salty food, fatty foods, bad fat foods, like you hated exercise before, and you'll see an amazing transformation. And it'll help everything from your skin to your shape to your eyes to your hearing to your heart, everything involved. And then I want to finish up with talking about autopsies. What are they good for? Absolutely everything. If you could go see an autopsy, and I would highly recommend it, usually your county coroner uh, will have college groups or groups that you could be a part of and go watch one. It's not for everybody. Uh, my daughter saw one and uh, kind of traumatized her for a while. And my son went to one with a class and loved it. I tell you, after participating in many of them, there's a lot of great information that you can learn for your relatives, your loved ones, uh, yourself for your family history and even for um, mankind. There's a lot of things they freeze different specimens uh, like the 3D human project if you want to look it up on the computer or online and they did sections of an entire human being. It was a, a, a prisoner I believe volunteer that was executed and then frozen and sectioned and it's a great learning tool for people like myself, pathologists and Toxicologists to look at the different micro sections in 3D color that were uh, really done in a way that's very difficult to do from head to toe. But an autopsy, a gross autopsy, and I don't mean gross like that, uh, I mean gross is what they call autopsy. You cut open the thorax, the chest cavity, and the abdomen. You open it up, you take each organ, you look at it visually, you weigh it. You look to see if there's any discoloration, abnormal uh, shapes. Then you weigh things. And I'm giving you a simple version here. Uh, you usually do a tox screen on blood if possible. Uh, it looks at common uh, abuse substances as well as uh, common uh, toxicants or poisons like lead or arsenic, etc., that you could be exposed to intentionally or unintentionally. And uh, that's a good look at if there's any criminal behavior or any exposures that the person that's deceased did not know about. Uh, autopsies are respectful. Everyone is in their gowns and that. They're looking at it from a scientific standpoint. You're on a gurney, they're on a gurney, and then they have plastic tubs. Like I said, they weigh everything, they measure everything, they photograph anything that's unusual. Uh, the organs that have some suspect are usually sent to pathology. They can be frozen or if they're done right away, they're prepared on slides, looked at, uh, looked at for any abnormal cell structures, which you say, why would you do that? We learn a lot that way, uh, a lot. And, you know, even some people, they donate their body to science. They're, you know, they're preserved in, in chemicals like formaldehyde so that uh, medical students, that when you go to medical school, one of the first things you do is you have a gross anatomy class and part of physiology also that you take the cadaver out and you have teams and you look through it and you look at the different structures in 
in actual in a living human being, not just in a frog or an animal or mammal or whatever. And it's certainly less cruel to the animal population, and it's more accurate in what you're looking at. So with that, I would say, if you ever get to see one and you're not queasy, it's really interesting. Uh, obviously, for criminal investigations, you're looking for signs of the things from trauma to poisoning to uh, any kind of injury that may have resulted in their demise or their passing. And we do that on a routine basis. I've done that with the uh, Department of Justice as well as the Department of uh, Drug Enforcement uh, Agency, DEA. And we try to determine, you know, things like was did this person die of the drug overdose or for the trauma they may have uh, suffered in an automobile accident or in a uh, drug bus gone bad where somebody may have uh, dumped the body after they were drugged. So you want to make sure that you um, that you respect those kind of things. That's why people don't touch evidence and. It's really important that um, if there was foul play suspected, if the family requested, if the physician respected, or caretakers, uh, that's when you do autopsies. Everyone doesn't get an autopsy. You do it when there's reasons to do it. And again, those that donate their bodies to science, they are, go through a different system where they're uh, preserved and then looked at usually by students. So we, uh, well, it could be other medical professionals. So with that, this is Dr. Frank with my doctor said what? I'm trying to explain healthcare in simple terms. Take care of yourself. Look me up on YouTube, my podcast, Apple, iHeart, uh, Amazon, any of those things. Have a great day. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Remember, send your comments and questions to Dr. Frank at MDSWPod at gmail.com.